Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace. Located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study, 7 p.m. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. At this time, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I want you to stop for a moment as we stand in prayer, as we seek God for guidance in the hearing of his word, as well as the acceptance of it. Maybe there's a, a unspoken prayer request on your heart want to encourage you to put that up before the Lord for the Bible tell us he cares for us and we ought to cast our cares upon him maybe there's a loved one that you need to stand as the, med the mediator between them and God put that person on your mind God is able to work wonders I'm a living testimony of that let's uh, seek him with our whole hearts and he will respond. That is his word. Uh, the Bible said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct the path. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us a reasonable portion of health for blessing us with the activity of our limbs. Lord God, we honor you for who you are. You're God, you're sovereign. There's no one greater than you. Lord God, you're able. Lord God, I heard your word say that there, there's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing impossible for you. Lord God, as long as we yield ourselves, as we willfully are obedient, Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, I pray that at the unspoken request and the quest that we have not heard, Lord God, that it lines up with your will so that it can come to pass. Lord, stir up the hearts of the backslider, that they would seek you while you can be found, that they would repent of their sins, turn from their wicked ways, Lord God, and be found pleasing in your sight. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would touch, Lord, those that are sick in their body. Lord God, that maybe they're in a hospital bed and they're seeking you, Lord God. I ask that you would send forth healing, that you would send forth your word. Lord God, touch and bless the medicine that, the, that is prescribed for them, the work in that body as it is supposed to. And if it is the wrong medication, let it be discovered. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We honor you, Lord God, for this day. Lord God, this 15th day, this 19th day, this 19th day of November, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we honor you for who you are. We honor you, Lord God, Lord Jesus, for what you have done and for the things that you are about to do. Lord God, thank you for an opportunity to seek you. Thank you for an opportunity to serve you. Thank you for, the, for blessing us to stand in your presence. Lord God, And uh, you, you've made us aware of you and your ability. Lord God, it is you that have made us and not we ourselves. We acknowledge that, Lord. We're nothing without you. 
Lord God, but with you, Lord God, thank you. We are your sons. We are your children, Lord God, and we honor you, Lord, for blessing us to understand and to know this. Lord, now we pray and ask that you will bless your word. Lord God, bless every, the songs, Lord God. Lord Jesus, as we honor you, as we lift up you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. Bless your Lord. Mighty God, at this time, we're going to have an opening scripture. And then right after the opening scripture, we're going to uh, join in with a worship song of So Will I uh, by uh, Osby Berry. Psalms 150. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him in the ferments of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the sorcery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the straight instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Acts 2, 46 and 47. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. Did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. As we bury. We need you to sing this song with us. This is a, this is a.
That is So Will I by Asu Dare. And I'm telling you, that is just a taste. That's just a sample of what we're looking for on May 31st of 2024 is the same energy, the same praise, the same enthusiasm and worship unto the Lord as we go into, you know, it's only 192 days, but we're right knocking at the door of six months. And after a while, the, the here, the holiday season is going to be over and we're going to be five months. So, so we got some things that, that we really have planned out to celebrate and to magnify the Lord, you know, and we want to encourage you to be with us on that day and that time, you know, and that's May 30th, 31st, and that Saturday, June 1st, as we celebrate uh, the Lord and the Pentecostal service. And so if you've never been to a Pentecost service, you want to make arrangements to be here. It's in Rancho uh, Cucamonga, California. And we'll be posting more information as far as hotels um, uh, and reservations of different things at um, nearby, near the church um, at that time. And so we thank God for, um, how about you? The song says, so will I. But will you give God that type of, of, of loyalty? Because he has been loyal. I can't even use the word, really, we shouldn't even use the word loyal to us because, you know, he's God, he's sovereign. But look how faithful he is to each of us. We're going to go on into the word of God. And I know that you have was, was touched by the song as much as I was. And, you know, and, and we're looking for that particular song to be sung on um, again. You know, as we prepare our hearts and it's never too early to prepare. You know, we talked about preparation um, on the on last Sunday. Preparation precedes blessing. And uh, let me tell you that it was such it was such a move of God in that word at the end of the service. Now, this is November 7th. Was the 7th? Right. It was the 11th. I'm sorry. The 12th. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you. Pray for me. I need help. Help me out here. <laughs> the 12th. At the end of the service, uh, we were preparing to leave the, the church. And the gentleman came in and he said, I, I'm just here to, to let you know to tell you to be strong. He said, be strong. And he, he did all that, I, I, his body language. He said, be strong. He said, and he just kind of looked around and he said, he said, you're, he said, you're right there. He said, you're, you're right there. He said, the message was right. He said the message was right. And this gentleman was not in service with us. But the Lord used him to come in and deliver that message. And we have been standing here talking for about 15 minutes or so. And when he walked in, 
and there was a comfort, there was a calm, there was a peace about the gentleman. And so after he repeated it, he repeated the same thing twice. He didn't have no other dialect. And he said, and I asked him, I said, what is your name? And he told me his name. I went and looked his name up. I, I felt led to ask him that. And I looked his name up and his name means mighty counselor. Mighty counselor. That's what the meaning of his name was. And I'm telling you, I, I recorded it for my memory because when God sends a word, when God sends a message, you need to make note of it. You need to make note of dreams and visions of what God is saying, you know. And so thank God for that. It is a humbling it's such a humbling experience when God speaks to you, whether it is directly through the word or when he sends a word and whatever God sends is going to be backed up by the scripture. So again, I want to thank you for joining the online service. If you're looking for a church home growth and ministry, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us and be blessed with us. Now we're fasting and praying, we're fasting and praying. I want to encourage you to pick a day of the week to fast on. You don't have to fast all five days, all seven days, unless you feel led to do that. Make sure it is the leading of the Lord. And it's not just you doing it, you know, to, you know, no, um, we, we can talk about that another day. You know, I know, knew someone that wore all white. They felt that when they got saved, they needed to wear all white. And so they won't wear any other color. And here it is the Lord that made a rainbow letting us know all the promises, all these colors and how vibrant he is. Even the first man was colored. Even Christ himself was colored. And so, uh, listen, pick a day. Pick a day to fast on. Where do you get that from? Where did you get your information from? I got it from the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I have proof. I can prove everything I talk about and what I say through the Bible. Uh, the Bible is the authority. So I can prove it through the word of God. But what many say, what some say as gospel is not in the word of God. This is a Bible believing church. And my prayer is that you find a Bible believing church to be part of. If you can't be here. You find someplace close to you that believe the word of God, that teaches the word of God, the unadulterated truth. They're not sugarcoating it. It's not like Kool-Aid where they pour a whole bunch of sugar in it to sweeten it up unnecessarily. No. Nope. So we're praying and fasting. So I want to encourage you to, to, to pick a day to fast on. And as you fast, as you fast, ask God to bless you with, you know, uh, read some Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding and in all thy ways, acknowledge him. Lord, should I be in this relationship with him? Lord, should I be in this relationship with her? Lord, should I get up and go to work? Yes. <laughs> this bill needs to be paid. Pay it. The devil is not that. No, the devil didn't turn your lights off. No, and there's a difference when there's, and Lord, how do I budget? You sit down with a pencil and paper. 
you know, and you write things down and you'll find out if you have money to spend or if you have money to play with or not. Maybe the amount that you have to play with is not as much as you thought it was. You know, so we need to think, but if we acknowledge him in all our ways, we're going to deal with things using some common and sense as well as some spiritual sense. And so, and the Bible said, he shall direct thy path. And that's a prophetic word. That's a prophetic word. If you need a prophetic word, I just gave it to you. Let's turn our attention to the book of Mark. I'm excited about the word of God. I'm excited about what God is doing. There are some things I'm not exposing uh, as of this moment, but I'm excited. I'm excited about what God has doing and how he has blessed this little man. Yes, how he has blessed this little man. In the book of Mark, the first chapter, the first chapter, beginning at the first verse. And I'm so honored for each of you that have tuned in and those of you that are present. I don't take it as any small thing uh, to minister the word of God to anyone, to one or to 100 or to 1,000, as many as the Lord God has blessed us to reach out to. It is to his glory and to his praise uh, because I'm nothing. I'm nothing. He's everything. I'm nothing. The Bible tells us in John, I believe it's John, it said without him, uh, nothing was made. And so by him, all things was made. And you'll find, I believe, also in Colossians. But let's look. The book of Mark, it says the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. As it is written in the prophets. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin and preach saying there come one mightier than I after me the latches of whose shoes I'm not worthy to stoop down and unloose in the book of John the third chapter beginning at the 27th verse it says John answered and said a man can receive nothing except uh, it be given him from heaven. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that have the, the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This is my joy, therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. 
He that cometh from heaven is above all. Father, we ask that you will bless your word. Help us, Lord God, to minister what you have given. Lord God, I ask that you would touch the hearts to receive, Lord, and to respond according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. The thought this morning and the rest of life is less of me, more of you. There should be less of me and more of him. We go through our, our, our childhood, we go through our what adolescence, our teen years, and and you know, we fill ourselves and and you know and all this stuff, and then we reach a young adulthood and we really, you know, we 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 take it to the top then. But as we come to realize, and the sooner the better, that there need to be less of me and more of him, things change in our lives. That's what I want to talk about this morning. Less of me more of you. This term is a phrase or suggestion or word of advice to all that will hear. The Bible tells us in Revelation, the, the second chapter, it says, uh, the 17th verse, he that have an ear. If you, if you have ears this morning, the ability to hear. The ability to understand. Maybe you're hearing with the th the instruments on the side of your head. Maybe you're hearing this uh, with your eyes through uh, some other form of language. Either way it go, you're hearing it. Maybe you're rubbing your fingers across pages that have been set for those that don't have clear visibility to see the, the ink but you're yet hearing it through your fingers. He that have an ear, let him, let her, let them hear what the spirit says to the church. To him that overcometh, here's another promise that God has made. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden man. And I will give him a white stone and in that stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receive it. If you have any type of sense, common sense, we were talking about a butch, that Butch was was our dog. And we were talking about the the sense and the um, the senses of 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 our, um, you know, some like to say extended family. And I certainly consider Butch family. You know, when I would come home when, as a puppy, ah, Butch, 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 and Butch get all excited running around and. And I put my arms out and Butch would run to him. And I would pick him up as if he was a baby and, and throw his arms over my shoulders and, and pat his back. And then Butch was 100 pounds. I couldn't do that. He wanted me to do it, but I couldn't do it. But if you have some common sense, common sense, the animals obey God. 
and so if they we we classify ourselves above nature, if you have some common sense, then listen to what God has to say. It's time to listen to what God has to say. He's saying it over the media right now. He's saying it over face to face to some. It's written off through the word. What God has to say. Not what celebrities, not what influencers, motivational speakers or anyone. What does God have to say? Now, if they're repeating what God says without diluting the truth, then hear what they say. But listen to what God has to say. He is speaking to those within the walls. Talking to those that are driving uh, in their vehicles, on the bus, train, plane, automobile, at work. Preparing for service. Maybe you've already been to service, but you're hearing. If you can hear me, then listen. I, God, has a reward. I, as pastor, don't have this reward to give you. Neither or none of the other pastors, ministers, whatever, uh, they don't have that reward to give you. Your employer cut you a check, but they don't have that reward to give you. They cannot give you a white stone with your name in it. Give you a white stone, but it won't have your name in it. Neither can they give you a new name, even though some of us have been called many different names. Less of us, the Bible said uh, uh, that, that uh, this is something that we need to do. We need to yield to the Lord. However, surrendering ourselves unto the Lord uh, need to also be understood that it is mandatory. It's not, you can treat it as an option. And you can treat driving uh, through at stopping at a stop sign or driving right through it at whatever speed you desire as being an option. But you know that stop sign is mandatory. For your soul salvation, Deuteronomy 6 and 4 is mandatory. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart. How will we love him? With all of our heart. There's no way around that. You can't change that. Hear what I'm saying. Love the Lord with all thy heart. It don't stop there. Because it says, love him with all your soul. And then it says, with all of thy might. So I'm loving him with all of my heart. I'm loving him with all of my soul, all of my might, which says that I'm loving him with every, with all of my existence. 
I'm loving him. And I'm loving him the way he wants to be loved. In all relationships, you love a person, or at least as we mature and learn, we love a person the way they want to be loved. We, we figure it out. We figure it out. How they want to be loved. Some people are, are in relationships and it's touchy-feely. They want to be right next to you. Maybe you've experienced that with your children. And you, 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 you elbowing your child away, move, get from under me. No, that child is, is giving you a message that they, they like to be next to you. And so that's they, the way they love. They, they want to put their feet right up on you. You know, they want to rest their feet. They just have to touch you. And you're like, I don't want to be touched right now, but they want to touch you. They, they, they are loving you. Or maybe they're not like that. But you know through the relationship that you love one another. Everybody's not touchy-feeling. But you know that you love one another. How is it that God wants to be loved? He said, if you love me, do what? Keep my commandments. That's how we show him that we love him. By keeping his commandments. So that means I got to become acquainted with his commandments. I got to become acquainted with what he wants me to do. How he wants me to act. What well, starts here. Love me with all your heart. Put yourself into me. Uh, with all your soul, put your soul into me. With all your might, everything that there is about you, all your energy and everything is it, saying that I love God. It shows. There's an outward appearance of that when we love the Lord the way he wants to be loved. That's, that's how you find that, that you're in the store and someone walks right up to you and say, you go to church. They can see the love of God. God allows them to see and feel and understand and the acquaintance that, uh, that they have with you. They themselves may be a member of a, a church. And see, that, that makes a difference. There's a difference there. Oh, my God. Bless you, Lord Jesus. You, you better throw your nets out. You better catch this. You, you better catch this. But you need to understand uh, this is how we will recognize one another when we are in the presence of God, because we will be known as he is known and he will be known as we are known. In other words, there is such a connection. There is a connection that identifies that we are of the same family. Pastor, is there scripture for that? Yes, it is. Ask me later. We will be known as he is known. And so there's a connection. When that day come, and I'm jumping ahead of myself, and there is no connection. Now, no, 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 let me, let, me, let me go this way with it. People, as you and I, that was, that was in sin. God saved us from sin. Thank God. God worked a miracle. Yes, your salvation is, is nothing short of a miracle. 
And so God saved you from sin. But while you were in sin, you knew and could recognize someone else that was into the same things that you were into. Your spirit's connected. See, they're, they're, yeah, you, you get it. You know exactly what I'm saying. Not, no one is trying to take the F out of fun. Nope. You want me to be saying, no, nah, no one is taking fun away from you. Neither, I'm not. God is not trying to, uh, look, and, and certainly not here at COG, Cornerstone of Grace. I, I'm not trying to make you act like uh, you, you in your 30s, and I'm trying to make you act and, and dress like you one of the mothers that, that I've grown up with. No, mm -mm. no, 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 no. I'm not trying to make you act like one of the deacons. Uh, no, no matter of fact, telling, I'm trying to tell some of the deacons to, to pull it together, you know, wherever I go. And you know, you ain't got to act all old. You you in your 30s, you in your 40s, you in your 50s, and you acting like you in your 70s and like, like you from 1975 and, and, you know, and all of that kind of, no, 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 step up. Come on now. This is 2023. Why are you acting that? Why are you dressed? Why do you want, why are you wearing that, that shirt and tie with that big wide tie that, that you can use for a napkin? No. Wait, no, this is a different time. You don't have to act like that. God's not trying to take the F out of fun. He's not trying to stop you from laughing at, at, at comedians. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to listen to every and, and go along with any and everything. But he's not trying to listen. Listen. Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, now, some of you got those big wide ties that look like uh, napkins, you know, you can take them and get them cut down or maybe find somebody in the church to cut them down, thin them up, you know, be able to just, the print on them is probably beautiful. But listen, but if you like wearing that, then wear it. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your body. So what am I going to do this morning? I'm presenting my body. I'm presenting my body. We need to teach our children how to present their bodies. And so, uh, and I'm saying that to say, bring your children to church. Uh, don't leave Johnny and, 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 and Jennifer at home saying, well, I'm not going to make my children go to church like I did. Well, you going to make them go, you're going to allow them to go to hell and you're going to be accountable for that too. Because the Bible said, raise up a child in the way they should go. And so you go ahead and think like that instead of um, teaching the house how to serve the Lord. Now, there's a difference in dogmatic. There's a difference in dogmatic. And maybe you need to, uh, I'm going here, maybe you need to sit in your child's Sunday school class and hear how the teacher is teaching. And if the teacher is born to children, I, I was going to say born to children, not to life. Now, let me put it that way and be nice. then that's an issue. If the preacher is not getting through and, and communicating with the children, uh, then that's something that needs to be discussed. You don't, everyone don't have to go to a, uh, well, we have a children's church. Listen, uh, children get just as much out of the service, the main service setting in the sanctuary as much as you do. 
children leave the church imitating what they saw, how they heard it, how they perceived it. And they walk around and repeat it, even like like you did. If you were raised in church, you made fun of certain things that you heard and said because you found it humorous, but you remembered it. You remembered it. And that is another way of learning. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me, grace has been given unto me this morning, so I can say this, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to be soberly according as God have dealt to every man the measure of faith. You do this with swag. Yeah, as we live, present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Who said that you, you have to take the, that you can't do it with style? Who said that? That you got to be like cardboard. You got to be all plain and you know, there's there's nothing colorful, as we said earlier about you, you know, uh, you, you can't laugh, and, you know, and you teach your children, you better not laugh at that, you know, and you want to laugh yourself. But you didn't held it in for so long that you didn't learn how to be old sour puss. Don't know how to laugh. God laughs, but you don't laugh. God smiles, but you don't smile. God say things that we find to be very comical. But you won't. Well, because the work is from the inside out. I know that underneath my, my fedora, I wore a fedora last night going to a, a birthday party. We don't celebrate birthdays. Well, shame on you. You believe that we do. We celebrate that what God has, has given and what God has done. Uh, we celebrated the inspiration of one of the leaders in the church that have uh, been a, a, a positive, a great influence. And so I wore my fedora when I went. But I know underneath my fedora was a was holiness. Uh, underneath my, my gym clothes, when, when I'm uh, uh, handling at the gym, uh, is a body presenting a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is my reasonable, which is your reasonable service. In other words, if you, if you don't do anything else, you need to be doing that. When no one else is around you and you at home watching a movie, uh, my eyes, my ears are aware your eyes, your ears are aware of the visual and audible conversation and how they impact your spirit man and the flesh. The flesh. Because our flesh responds to what we hear and see. We understand that there's something, there's more to us on the inside than there is on the outside. And so, uh, uh, we want to make God's job easy. 
Now, I love this because as I was sitting there and going over the word of God, I, I, this, this came across my mind and I believe it was God said, I, I want to make God's job easy. Well, well how are you going to make his job easy? I, I'm getting ready to tell you. Thank you for asking. Uh, we're going to make God's job easy. The Bible tells us in Leviticus, the 18th chapter and the fourth verse, it said, ye shall do my judgments. I'm making God's job easy. You're going to do my judgments and you're going to keep my ordinance. But you're going to make God's job easy well, by keeping doing his judgments and keeping his ordinance and walking in them. And then the Bible says, I, the Lord, your God shall uh, therefore keep. Uh, I'm your Lord. I'm your God. You, you made the job easy for me uh, because now I'm your Lord. I, I'm your God. The Bible is clear and says that whomever you serve, that is your master. So many are saying, I love God, but I'm not I'm not going to keep his commandments. As a matter of fact, he, he'll forgive me instantly. No, the Bible said I'll have mercy on whom I will have. So you better watch out. The Bible said, I am the Lord, your God. Ye shall therefore keep my statues. I'm making you can make God's job easy by keeping his statues and his judgments. Which if a man do, now I love this. This is, this is, this stick with me. This sticks on me like glue. And I'm not trying to rub it off. When I read this scripture, it resonated in my spirit. When we were in the book of Ezekiel, uh, so, uh, so a few years ago, I, I came across this particular passage. So God has been repeating itself throughout history. He shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgment, which if a man do, if a man do them. I cannot emphasize this enough. You've got to do it. Then it says he shall live in them. So by doing the will of God, by doing his commandments, by understanding what this is, it results in life. Ezekiel 18 and, and, and 9 says, he walketh in my statues and he keep my judgment to deal truly. We're dealing with truth. He is just, meaning he is righteous. He shall surely live, saith the Lord God. Now, we get caught up on living life here, and there's nothing wrong with that. I go to the gym because I'm trying, I'm, I'm working on keeping my, my heart rate up. I'm working on my health. I'm working on being physically fit, having some reasonable uh, portion of health. I go for walks. I, I do things. And that's for to take care of the natural man. But at the end of the day, when the natural man has, uh, has, has run its course, I, I want to live. Meaning not be separated from God. You see, as you decrease, hmm, 
Well, let me let me let me take a step back here. It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy for me. It's going to be easy for those that are hearing what I'm saying to take off the old man. Superman don't struggle. I, I like DC and you know and all that. Uh, black man is my favorite. I, I didn't say Batman. I said black man. You know. And so listen, <laughs> you don't find when Superman runs into the phone booth or wherever he runs into to change his clothes, you don't find him struggling to peel off that suit. It, it just rolls right off of him. And, and so when it's time to take off this old man, it should come off even easier than what we saw on television shows. To take off the mortal man and to put on the new possession of immortality. That's gonna be easy. I'm working on you're working by listening to what I'm saying and by applying what God is saying, you're making God's job easier and you're making it's easy for you to take off the mortal man. Because by the time this occurs, you have stripped off. You stripped it off. You have stripped off the mortal man for immortality. That's why, oh, bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, glory, bless you, Lord. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is why it is. It happens when the when 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 the change at the appointed time is so easy that it happens in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye, because there's nothing else to be done in that instance. There's nothing else to be done because you've already made it easy by decreasing so that he can increase by making less of you and more of him. As you decrease, he increased. There is less of you and more of him. Huh. We have to stop making excuses for the flesh. Well, you know, God's not finished with me yet. Stop. Don't don't say that no more. When God says stop, that means stop right then. It's not a process of stopping. It's not like the brakes that went out on your 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 imitating your vehicle and you trying to stop. No, stop right then. When he says stop, stop. When the man was healed, God said, go and said no more, least a worse thing come up on you. So in that man's mind, he should have understood because it was very clear that you go from this moment and don't you do what you did again. Because if you do, it's going to be something worse that's going to happen to you. 
So that means every I'm gonna avoid that person. Wait, wait a minute, I was with you when I did that. I'm gonna avoid you. I, I can't be with I can't be around you right now. No. Or, or uh, no, I, baby, I no, uh-uh. I can't be around you right now. No. I, I no, uh-uh. Flesh, no. Flesh, no. Get with it. Get with the program. No. Because the thing that may happen to me that will happen to me afterwards is going to be worse than what happened to me before. I did not like what happened to me before. I did not enjoy that. It was not a fun moment in my life and I couldn't get out of it of my own accord. Nobody could help me. But the Lord has helped me. And he said his, his antidote is ongoing by my will to do his will and not to do that thing that I did anymore. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, it says, and as we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood, for those that think you're just going to walk in and you're going to know, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doeth corruption inherit incorruption. I'm making God's e job easy. I'm not trying to show up in my flesh and blood. I, you should not be trying to show up in your flesh and blood either. You should not be trying to show up with, with correction, but you want to make his job easy. And so that incorruption mm -hmm, doesn't exist. So if you make God's job easy, and we already read it, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what that good and acceptable and perfect will of God is. Mm -hmm. What is conformity? Complying with the ungodly standards of others. Well, you know, they got a point. The Bible was written those years ago. Well, it also talked about hell those years ago and hell has enlarged itself since then. Hell is bigger than what it was. And oh, bless your Lord Jesus. Uh, the, the church is not supposed to lower its standards because the, everybody lowered their standards. So we lower our standards, but we keep it an inch higher so we can say it's still up there. That, that's a lie. We don't lower our standards. God doesn't lower his standards for because of your opinion. Now, haven't you read and heard the scripture that he's God and he does not change? He's the same yesterday as he was today and forever, forever, forever. Forever, forever, forever. I could just keep going on. And so he's not changing for you or for me. And the people that have changed, have come, some of them have died already and stood in God's presence for, uh, for I, I can't even say for a second because there's no time there. But the Bible said liars won't tarry in my sight. So, so a liar don't even have a chance to stand in God's presence. So there, there is a place where all liars are. And that same place that all liars are at is there's a bunch of other folks that are there that, that took the word of God and conformed it 
and that conform to this present to that to their present world. Now let oh, oh my God. Let, let me touch something right here. Let, let me touch this. For those that don't know, the devil is not in hell. I'll come back to that. But, but I want you to know the devil is not in hell. So, so people that write movies and books and all this stuff and, and they show the devil in hell ruling hell. Uh, no, that's not, that's not true. That's not Bible. The devil is not in hell. Hell was created for the devil and his angels, but the devil is not in hell. Matter of fact, there is a stronger angel that is ruling over hell, over a bottomless pit. And now you get in your Bible, get in your Bible, ask your pastor, ask the Sunday school teacher, ask the minister, ask the evangelist, ask somebody, Pastor Carl at Cornerstone of Grace said this, can you please show me the scriptures? for what he said i'm sure i'm confident lord bless them lord i'm confident i'm praying for them that they show you the scriptures that show because it is clear you don't want to go there you don't want to go there listen my my time is my time is just about up my time is, is up it's up but listen Conforming. The Bible talks about those gray areas. What's well, a gray area? Listen, Thessalonians 5.22. Abstain from the appearance of evil. That, that covers the gray areas right there. If it look, if it looks, if someone else is looking at it and saying, that's that don't look right. And you want to try to justify because it's what you want. The Bible said, abstain from the very appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole heart and soul, body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Leviticus. Leviticus 26. Read it on your time. But it says, if you, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, you're going to reap in due season. Oh, bless your Lord God. And so I need you to talk to yourself and, and the atmosphere around you and, and just remind everything that is near you that I've got to decrease so that he can increase. And you're not the only one because the Bible tell us in Mark. It says the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. It said, as it is written in the in the prophets, so that so that you need to go, and I strongly suggest that you do this, that you go into the Old Testament and get to know the character of Jesus Christ. And he said, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, and he shall he shall prepare the way before thee. And so I'm sending John in the spirit of Elijah. I'm sending Carl in the spirit of the chief cornerstone. To prepare the way. That's what it's still about. Prepare the way. Telling others that are born, others in this generation. Uh, telling everybody. It, it don't matter whether you're a baby boomer or, or, or jumping all the way to the XYZ in the alpha generation. Uh, you got to be prepared. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. He, they will come preaching the gospel with instructions as we're doing this morning to get ready. 
John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. Like John, we encourage repentance, change, and baptism for remission of sin, Acts 2 and 38. And he preached saying, there cometh one mighty than I after me. And that's what I'm saying this morning, that there is somebody greater than who you see. John shift gears and he takes it up a notch saying, listen, it's not about me, but about the one that is coming, Jesus Christ. My hope and prayer is that every preacher, evangelist, teacher, prophet do as the apostles did. And that is direct and redirect you to Jesus. Need to redirect you and need to direct others to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord God. Resting upon your feet, wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We, we got to decrease. Every one of us. There's more. There's more. That we have to decrease. I didn't say suppress it. You know, we you suppress stuff. That just means that you're holding it down. Eventually, it's going to raise back up. Holy Ghost. God is talking about deliverance, complete deliverance. Those are the words that cross my heart. Complete deliverance. As we, as we decrease and it increases, it is deliverance. It's deliverance. We're going to pray while... While this song is playing by Shekinah Glory Ministry, I need more. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, wherever you are. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Talk to the Lord. Whatever it is that you need to let go of, you need to decrease so that he can increase. We were talking earlier about superstition. and You know, people say, well, he's my God. But we're still doing some some very basic um, Greekology things. We're carrying animals. I thought he was our God, uh, that, but we're carrying animals and parrots and and and, and different things uh, as a comfort tool. I, th I thought God was supposed to come for us. We ran. I was asking about 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 items that people wear, certain medallions and and articles on their body to try to remind them not to sin and not to try to remind them. The word of God is supposed to do that. The word of God is supposed to do that. It's from the inside out. It's from the inside out. Ah, hey, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's from the inside out, not the outside. There's something on the inside that needs to be worked on. Yes, it, uh, God knows how to deal with damaged goods. Hallelujah. 
he knows how to deal with damaged goods. I was broken. There's others that was broken. We needed to be put back together. You can't even tell. But I can show you, tell you about the scars and different things, the brokenness that God put back together. And I'm not the only testimony. And I thank God for those that don't have the, the testimonies of that some of us have. The addictions that we had, self-indulgent and different things. I thank God that, that everybody don't have that testimony. But for those that do, we know. We know what God delivered us from. Some things are too sin, too shameful to even talk about. But God delivered us. There's nothing for us to boast about. Except in the God's glory. But we certainly need to decrease and allow him to increase. Let's make God's job easy. He wants to bless us. Uh, he wants to use us as an example of being the head and not the tail of things. He wants to open up opportunities so that as we are blessed, we can bless others. We can bless somebody else. Somebody else needs a, a blessing. They need us to be able to walk up to them and say, here, I want to bless you. And then ask them, uh, can I tell you about the Lord and what the Lord did for me? We need more of him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord God. And we just want to ask you right now to bless us, help us to walk with the cognitive awareness, Lord God, of decreasing so that you increase in our lives, that we present our bodies holy as living sacrifices unto you, Lord. Lord, so that your anointing can flow. Lord, our cups can be overfilled. Lord God, so that those around us can be blessed. Hallelujah. I pray against, Lord God, that spirit, Lord God, that, that as we leave, when we leave services, Lord God, that those spirits that try to attach themselves, but I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. And I decree freedom this morning. Lord God, as we decrease so that you increase, Lord God, and we line up with your word. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we'll be careful to give you praise. We'll be careful to give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus. As we lay down every weight, every sin, everything that would separate us from you, we yield it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, bless each one under the sound of my voice. Hallelujah to retain the words that have been spoken. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Savior. Lord, that the word stays in their heart. 
that they do not sin against you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for each that have joined in this morning. I ask that you would, as we end this service, that you would repeat after me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in our sight. O oh Lord, my strength, my redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed. Bless you, Lord. God bless you, Aquino, Elizabeth. What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing. Nothing has that power and ability as long as we do God's will. God bless you.